Did you know that over 60,000 new tracks are uploaded to Spotify every single day? That's a new track every 1.4 seconds, and that's just on one platform. With so much music now available, it's more important than ever to stand out from the crowd. So it's not surprising that more artists are starting to use less conventional sonic textures in their music, like field recordings. Perhaps you've always wanted to infuse the sounds of nature or your favourite city into your own tracks, but not having the right gear or knowledge might have held you back. Well, if that's the case, you're going to love the brand new guide I just created, teaching you how to start field recording with just a smartphone. And it's all yours for free at femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel. Yep, you really do just need a humble smartphone and some minimal extra gear that doesn't have to break the bank to get started with field recording. And I've laid it all out in this handy five-point checklist. So download it for free at femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel and elevate your music to the next level. Hey, Knob Twiddlers. I'm thrilled to share that season three of the Girls Twiddling Knobs podcast is sponsored by the lovely folks at Isotope. Now, Isotope design award-winning audio plugins, and I'm actually using some of the fabulous tools inside their RX9 software to get my voice sounding crystal clear inside today's episode. And when you use the code GIRLSPOD10, you'll get 10% off any plugin purchase on their site, excluding subscriptions and a whole free month of their amazing Music Production Suite Pro instead of the standard seven-day trial. Just go to isotope.com forward slash girlspod to find out more. Now, the term signal chain originates from common usage in the electronics industry and describes a series of signal conditioning electronic components that receive input sequentially. In a recording studio, for example, the signal chain can be complicated with a large number of outboard gear like reverbs and delays. This means that the output of one portion of the flow supplies the input to the next, and generally speaking, as you might expect, the more stages the signal has to flow through, the weaker it can become, which may mean it fails to reach the desired output. Hello and welcome to Girls Twiddling Knobs. My name's Isabel and over the last decade, my self-produced and self-released music has amassed over 25 million Spotify streams. I also have a PhD in sonic arts, but I wasn't always this confident with music tech. In fact, I still hear those self-doubt gremlins in my head from time to time. I started this podcast to help more female-identifying musicians start recording and producing their music and learn from other women making music with technology. If that's your cup of tea, then you're in the right place, my friend. Let's dive in. Wouldn't it be great if there were lots of free tools out there to get you started recording your music from home? I mean, music production's an expensive hobby, so what's a girl to do? Well, think again, dear listener, because there are in fact loads of free tools out there that are easy to use and will kickstart your home recording journey right now. Don't believe me? Well, I've distilled 10 of my favourites into a handy PDF guide for you. 
Just go to femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel and download yours now. That's femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel and I guarantee you'll find a bunch of exciting new music production toys to start experimenting with inside my free PDF guide. Well, hello there, knob twiddlers. I'm thrilled to welcome you back to the podcast where today we're talking about the humble signal flow and signal chain. That's right, two terms that are widely used in music production and audio engineering circles, but may not always be entirely self-explanatory. In fact, unless you've done any formal study or spent time learning the ropes in a recording studio, you may not be at all familiar with what they are, how they work and how they differ from one another. But they're integral concepts to understand in order to have more clarity on how to both better record and produce music. So inside this episode, I'm breaking down the basic components of a signal flow and chain and how it relates to making music inside a door at home. I'll also share the three most common issues you may stumble across when it comes to using a signal flow or signal chain and crucially how you can fix them too. So grab a coffee, get comfy and let's dive in to signal flows and signal chains, knob twiddlers. So let's start at the very beginning, as Julie Andrews would say. So just imagine I'm saying this next bit from the top of an Austrian mountain and I've donned a nice thick pair of leather lederhosen, dear listener. I'm first going to break down what is meant by a signal flow, followed by a definition of a signal chain. So a signal flow is sometimes also known as a signal path and in music and audio it basically refers to the journey of an audio signal. In the context of home recording, this usually begins with a sound source such as a human voice or instrument, which then travels through a microphone and through the preamp and then audio to digital converter in an audio interface. It then travels into your computer and lastly into your door's audio track input. When you listen back to this signal in real time or playback, it either flows out through your computer's headphone port, into your ears via headphones or back through your audio interface's audio to digital converter and out your studio monitors. Now the term signal chain originates from common usage in the electronics industry and describes a series of signal conditioning electronic components that receive input sequentially. In a recording studio, for example, the signal chain can be complicated with a large number of outboard gear like reverbs and delays. This means that the output of one portion of the flow supplies the input to the next, and generally speaking, as you might expect, the more stages the signal has to flow through, the weaker it can become, which may mean it fails to reach the desired output. And this is why having an understanding of how both the signal chain and flow function because it's key to capturing audio faithfully and troubleshooting issues. So in summary, a signal flow is the whole journey your audio signal goes on from start to finish or from sounded to heard. And a signal chain refers to the number and order of effects you put that audio signal through within that process. Right, now that we've covered the very beginning, I'm going to ski down off this Austrian mountain and get into more of the specifics of signal flows and chains with regards to recording inside your door at home. For many musicians, a lot of their interaction with both a signal flow and chain 
will come from either A, sending audio into your door and out again for monitoring, and B, setting up an effects signal chain inside your computer's door. We've already covered how a signal flow might look at home, a sound source going to a mic, then audio interface, your door, and finally into your track's input. And this order likely won't deviate too much, depending on the sophistication of your setup. When it comes to constructing an effects signal chain, the order your audio passes through each one will vary depending on a variety of considerations. But to look at a signal chain from a general viewpoint, it's common to use EQ first, as this will help you craft the character and tone of your sound at source without the confusion or distraction of other audio effects being added. Moving on from this starting point, a common order is first dynamics, which would include compressors and gates, next gain, which might include distortion or overdrive, followed by modulation, for example, phasers and chorus, and then lastly, time, such as reverb and delays. However, this is by no means a strict rule, and it is important to experiment with these suggestions in order to find the sound you like and what works best for your music and production style. While setting up a signal flow or signal chain is usually pretty straightforward in today's more intuitive home recording technology, there are still some issues you can run into with your signal flow and signal chain. Understanding the basics we've outlined already will definitely help you troubleshoot and solve any problems that may arise, but let's look at three common issues you might face and how to fix them. So firstly, when recording vocals, a common issue is not being able to hear your voice because no audio is reaching your door. You can tell if the signal isn't being recognised by your door because it literally won't be visible as a moving light on your audio track's input level. So logically, the issue must be within the first few stages of your signal flow as there's something stopping the audio signal even registering in your track's input. Therefore, the issue could lie with A, your mic's XLR cable not being plugged in properly, B, your phantom power not being turned on on your audio interface if you're using a mic that requires this, and C, how your door's audio input is configured inside the preferences. Checking all of these are correctly set up will, in most cases, resolve this issue, allowing your vocal audio signal to pass through into your door. Second, alternatively, another common issue is when your audio signal is coming into your door and it's recording into a track, but you can't hear it playback through your headphones or your speakers. In this instance, we know the issue lies somewhere at the end of the signal flow. In order to fix this, we need to A, check that there's no routing problems in our door by making sure our output is configured correctly in its preferences, or B, check there are no connection issues with the speakers or headphones, such as issues with a faulty lead or cable. And lastly, similar issues can also occur when setting up the signal chain for external hardware, such as guitar pedal boards. Typically, when no sound occurs with this type of hardware, the same approach applies. We need to ask ourselves the following questions. A. Is everything turned on? B. Is everything plugged in? C. When was the last time you changed the batteries? And D. Are there any faulty leads? When you go through these different elements, one of them will fix the issue. With all of these three signal flow or chain problems, 
you'll have noticed it's a process of taking a step back, thinking logically about the basic order of your flow or chain, and then learning where in that sequence your issue might be arising. Then it's a step-by-step process of troubleshooting any issues that might be stopping your signal from passing through this flow or chain. Sometimes this will take some patience, but what is crucial overall is not to give up at the first hurdle. Often, issues with signal flows and chains are easily resolvable if you just hang in there, check your connections, and try a few different solutions. It can be easy to have already started telling yourself you're awful with technology and you were a fool for thinking otherwise, well, in fact, all you needed to do was swap an XLR cable. Approaching these types of issues, no matter how tedious, like a puzzle rather than a test, can help you keep a cool head and get the issue fixed. So that's another episode all wrapped up. Today we've taken a proper look at the essentials concepts you need to know about signal flows and signal chains and how you might use them when recording at home. Your signal flow relates to the overall journey of your audio signal and typically includes your instrument or vocal sound being captured in a mic, then passed through your audio interface's preamp and audio digital converter before entering your computer and your audio track inside your door. Your signal chain is the number and order of audio effects you put that signal through, and this might be using external hardware, as in the case of guitar pedals, or simply inside your door. Like all things in life, sometimes you'll come across issues in this process, and your audio signal might struggle to flow through one or more of these stages. In these instances, it's important to use the steps we've covered here today to locate where the issue might be and troubleshoot this systematically. Remember, everyone, even seasoned professionals, can have issues in any area of their signal flow or chain. What's important is knowing that somehow, with a little patience, you will figure it out. And you might be listening to this episode and thinking, but Isabel, I can't even afford any recording software yet, let alone have an issue with my signal flow. And if that's the case, you definitely need to check out my free PDF guide, 10 Free Tools to Start Recording Your Music, because inside you'll find some of my favourite totally free recording tools, including some fab recording software to get you started right now. Just go to femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel. That's femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel and find out how you can start recording today without spending any money at all. Now, next week on the podcast, I'm joined by another fabulous guest, Nigerian-English producer Melissa Yu Parker. Based in London, Melissa is the programme leader of the Institute of Contemporary Music Performances, MA in Creative Music Production, and has also taught at Guildhall School of Music and also for Ableton too. Melissa has been making music for over 15 years and has collaborated with the likes of Matthew Herbert, Ray and Christian and producers under the moniker Mjiri. I can't wait to share our discussion about Melissa's work and much, much more next week here on the podcast. But till then, take care and I'll catch you here soon. Go 
Girls Twiddling Knobs is hosted and produced by me, Isabel Anderson, with production support from Jade Bailey. The show notes are compiled by Francesca O'Connor, and this is a female DIY musician production. So, how do you like that episode, dear listener? If you loved it, and you know someone else who would love it too, be a good friend and share it with them. Go on, spread the girls' twiddling knobs love.